And welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. She is the a journalist and the writer of the Basketball Feelings newsletter and co-host of podcasts uh, Basketball and Dishes and Dimes. It's Katie Heindel. <laughs> that guy's going. Hey. Hey. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm very, I'm very excited, honored. I think when you asked me like, like in the summer, like maybe a month ago before we like got all our scheduling figured out, I was just like, (gasps) it's happening. (laughs) (laughs) It's happening. (laughs) Well, we're so excited to have you here. Uh, We're big fans of yours. I love the newsletter. (laughs) The The feelings. It's so good. There's a lot of feelings. Yeah, we recently participated <laughs> in the the feelings draft that you organized, um, oh, yeah. where we picked <laughs> we picked loneliness um, and wrote a piece for it. Um, that was kind of a bummer, but it's <laughs> what is happening in the it world was really right now. Fitting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it was super Thanks. fitting. Yeah, I, like your piece was amazing. I think like oh, thank you. What's happening with the draft is like, well, one, it's still going. It's taking a lot longer than I even anticipated. But that's what happens when you work with a lot of different writers. Um, totally. Yeah. But every every feeling has kind of like melded into the current state of affairs, like whether it's in basketball or just like this, the world that we're in at the moment, which has been nice and kind of scary and overwhelming, but mostly, mostly nice, mostly good. Yeah. I've been thinking about it, like all this because – at the beginning of COVID, I was like, should I be writing in a diary so I could keep track of like my life? And then I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm doing that. I'm making a podcast every week where we're talking about <laughs> our lives that I can listen to, you know, five or 10 years from now and look back on it and be like, what a fucking crazy time that was. Um, and it and is yeah. going to be funny when like archaeologists like 100 years in the future, <laughs> if anyone exists then. Um, are yeah, gonna uncover. <laughs> they're gonna uncover a server <laughs> with like a bunch of like stupid podcasts on them, and that's how they're gonna learn about like what was happening at this time. They'll yeah, be like, like, basketball seemed to go on for a year that year. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> it was wild. Um, they won't understand yeah. us or why we why we no. did this or made <laughs> stupid podcasts like this. But you know. That's fine. I also like, there's no way that there's going to be another like a hundred years of humanity left. I mean, it feels like the clock is ticking to me. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we got to enjoy it while we still can. We're having fun. We're having fun today. That's what counts. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I literally was just telling Katie that I was in the shower last night when the earthquake hit. And it, like, there's not, there's not even, you can't even feel anything. You're just like, all right, what else? Just keep piling, (laughs) 
keep, keep piling more stuff on at us because it yeah. just feels like the earth is like please i'm begging you to leave me alone and stop <laughs> get off yeah. not even like a gentle a gentle shake like a really definitive kind of like <laughs> enough yeah <laughs> yeah exactly How are you holding up in all of this katie Oh, I'm good. I mean, I've definitely gone through different stages. I don't know about you guys, but like, you know, and I'm probably like different coping strategies throughout, you know, but yeah. the mm-hmm. weirdest thing for me that I, that still hasn't really normalized or I've been able to kind of figure out is just like the passage of time now means like kind of nothing, but like everything, you know, like it days, like something the other day I was thinking about, I think it was like a game, but I was talking about something that had happened in January. I was like, yeah, January. That was that was like two years ago. I'm like, no, it was just months. <laughs> but everything simultaneously feels like forever ago, but also just like no time at all. So that's a strange yeah. thing to try and reconcile. But otherwise, like pretty good. Pretty good. You mentioned going to your pottery studio. Do you mm-hmm. do ceramics? Yeah, I have like a small pottery well, I just started it as a hobby and then I kind of turned it into like a small little side business. Um but yeah, I mostly, I had to stop um, just when everything went into lockdown. But since now, like it will just like, there's different members of the studio, but you kind of go one at a time now. You just like book off hours for yourself basically, which has been super nice to like have space alone. Totally. Um, to like go and, and kind of do something like really tactile. And, you know, you got to really focus if you, if you kind of, if you're, I find if like my head is elsewhere thinking about anything, even just like nonsense, I'll like mess up what I'm doing. So it's like very, I guess it's like pretty meditative. So it's a nice thing to do, but yeah, yeah it, was it sounds there this therapeutic. Morning. Yeah. It's, it's like, sweet. you're probably clearing your mind quite a bit while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So how did you get into basketball? Uh, I mean, I was a, I mean, okay. So for, with the Raptors, so I live in Toronto and, uh, I was a part of like the people who voted who for, to name the team. And I was a child because, wow. And most people who voted were children because Jurassic Park had just come out and the options were like majority dinosaurs. Um, there were like Toronto T-Rex. Raptors, obviously. There are some really bad ones like Toronto Tarantulas, Toronto Towers. <laughs> there was wow. like Toronto Terriers and then Toronto Hogs, which is t- awful. Because <laughs> um, Toronto used to be like a big like pork rendering city, I guess. So, Oh, um, my God. That's a fun fact for you. But anyway, I voted <laughs> in this like mail-in poll. So I remember when we when the team – like I picked Raptors and when they got Raptors, I felt like just immediately like tied to that team. Cause I was like, I did this yeah. in my child's brain, you know, <laughs> but I mean, just you like, contributed. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's sure. true. That's more credit than I really deserve. But like, it was, uh, <laughs> it was just really easy to follow the team since then, because I, I can't think of like another sport, like a lot of sports, especially in Canada was just like hockey, which I was never interested in kind of feel, um, just like taken by other people. I think especially like being a woman who likes to follow sports and like, especially mm-hmm. getting into something for the first time, like it, it made it a lot easier to kind of enter into the world. Cause it was just starting. So basically since I was a kid and then I moved away a bit and the Raptors were very bad in those years. So I kind of fell in and out with them, um, which, which was, which was fine. It felt more like a, a natural relationship. You know, you don't like, 
talk to someone for a while, your lives go in different directions and then they converge <laughs> again. And I came back to Toronto just as they were like starting to get a little bit better. Like we had DeRozan and Lowry and they started to like revive the team. So I was like, okay, like I could, I can get used to this friend again. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think your story is a good um, message to everyone that they need to get out and vote. <laughs> yeah. You, vote yeah, for writing the Raptors on any ballot yeah, that you're yeah, going to be voting on. Don't write Raptors. Uh, don't throw your ballot away. <laughs> it, I feel like it really counts uh, for, for you guys right now. For sure. That's true. <laughs> Um, so who's your all-time favorite Raptor? Ooh. Um, probably Amir Johnson. <laughs> um, he doesn't even play anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> he was just like, if you just Google like Amir Johnson smile, um, he's just like a wonderful, <laughs> just like, Gabe's pulling he was it like up. such Let's a wonderful, it. kind. <laughs> he played, yeah, he went to Philly. Um, but when he was in Toronto, like the big thing with Amir was like, he got really into the city. Like he was the first, one of the first players who was like, he went to like, I'm going to go to the zombie walk. There's a stupid zombie walk that happened like every Halloween for a while. And he went and participated <laughs> in like full zombie makeup. Um, he would just be like out and about Cute. Here, like, all over the city. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. That. He just, I think before then a lot of players sort of viewed Toronto as just like a stop, you know, just like a hiatus in their career right. until they could basically bounce from here somewhere else. Um, but mm -hmm. Amir was kind of one of the first players, I think, who was like, no, I'm like really going to get invested in this place. I mean, aside from Kyle Lowry, which I think is just like an eternal favorite for any Raptors, like real Raptors fan. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's different. That's like not fandom. That's like a piece of, of your heart. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that. Um, can you... Can you give us a little peek into what it was like when the Raptors won the championship last year in Toronto? It was crazy. I mean, the 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 one thing that that would have made it better was if they had won here. But I I think like it was so that was like a a sort of surreal thing to like picture because everyone in the city like lost their minds. Like I've never seen. I've seen things like that for hockey when like the Leafs have like maybe almost made it. They never make it, but like I've never seen the city just kind of explode like it did that night. Um, so it felt a bit sad to know that they weren't here. Not that they would have seen it or like been out of the streets with anybody, but like <laughs> just to, to picture them like across the the continent it was like, oh no. But um, it was sweet. I think like I just walked around for most of the night kind of in a daze, just like not really believing it sort of especially the way the game ended because I, I don't know if you remember but it ended on like free throws and yeah. just like mm -hmm. seconds yeah. left and they kept blowing the whistle and I was like please just like can you not give us this <laughs> like just call it already <laughs> it was so um, anticlimactic thing. Yeah. but I think like yeah it's it was like of course this is the way like it goes out for Toronto but <laughs> I, I think like the the picture that I have like best burned into my brain from that night it's like, cause like everyone was like leaning out of car windows and sunroofs and just like leaning on their horns going down the streets. But the best thing I saw was this larger man out of a sunroof in like full leather gear, like leather <laughs> daddy gear. And, uh, like a harness. Was, 
Yeah, he was like, his butt was out, so he had like assless chaps. Oh like my a, god! Oh wow! Harness. But he had two raptors flags in his hands, <laughs> and Amazing. he was just like holding them <laughs> above his head. I and mean, he was just like, well, he wasn't, but someone in the car was just like slowly going down the street, leaning on the horn, and he just looked so happy and proud. Oh, <laughs> I love that. that. <sighs> just it was like it takes out, all kinds. Just feeling yeah. it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love I'm a Leather amazing. Daddy Raptors fan. That's Me too. The, I've never even thought of like, one before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We we usually like to ask our guests, um, who who out of the current league would you um, kiss given the opportunity? Oh, this is fun. Um, it could be a Raptor or it could be anyone. The entire league, the league wants to kiss you and you yes. get to choose from anyone. <laughs> you get your pick. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so shy. Like I go, suddenly got so nervous. They do so all nervous. listen to this show, so they're gonna yeah. hear your answer. So yeah. be careful. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe this is weird, but maybe PJ Tucker. <laughs> That's not weird. Yes, yeah. we're huge PJ Tucker okay. fans here. He's a he, handsome guy. He's really handsome, and he has beautiful lips. <laughs> He does, and he—he's got those cute freckles too, yes. which I really like. Cute freckles, really and he expressive loves face. He loves his yeah, kisses. Loves pancakes. Kisses will taste like syrup. <laughs> really sweet. He did also play yeah. for the Raptors, which I wish they had like figured out a way to hang on to him. But I think, I think he wanted to go protect James Harden for some reason. <laughs> Gabe, you pulled up the worst photo of him. What? Yeah. What is that? What is this photo? <laughs> that one's, yeah, that might make me change my decision. I thought it looked Kissy? a little sultry. Yeah. <laughs> sultry? <laughs> Gabe, you're... We need, we, Gabe, when we, when we mention one of the players, we need you to pull up the hottest possible photo of them. Okay. Is that, is that doable? The, the one Gabe pulled up, he's got his like tongue in the corner of his mouth and he looks like he's like... <laughs> I don't know. I'll Ca- go in catatonic. <laughs> Looks like he might bite his tongue off. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is dangerous. <laughs> um, yeah, he's definitely a cutie. Also, he's got like a really interesting voice. It's like kind mm-hmm. of raspy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did an interview. Uh, I think it was after, it was pretty recent with um, Scott Van Pelt, uh, where I was just like. I love the sound of his voice. This is, I could listen to him talk all the time. So great pick. Have you ever seen the videos that he takes usually on summer vacation? So they're probably coming up now, but he has a lot of convertibles and he drives around in them topless and he sings a lot and he'll always put, he'll put it on like selfie mode and record, which I don't like that much because it seems dangerous. Yeah. But he always looks so free and happy. (laughs) (laughs) That is really cute. <laughs> um, I hate convertibles. This is just a tangent, but huh. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't like my Why? hair flying like everywhere. Too, do you think they're too showy? No, just yeah. It's like I don't want to be pelted by wind, and my hair is just gonna get like massive. Yeah, and uh, and it's like I've only dirt lived gets in your eye and like all that stuff. Yeah, you would think California. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, it's the weather's always great, so have a convertible. But the weather is usually too hot or raining or it's smoggy out. Like there's a hundred good reasons to not have the top down. <laughs> so I don't know. 
<laughs> that's just my two cents about convertibles. Um, that's fine. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into this w- past week of basketball. Uh, we have a little segment where we wrap up all the news called Previously on Basketball. Last week on Miami Vice. Basketball. <laughs> The Clippers suffered devastating loss to the Nuggets in Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals. Giannis Antetokounmpo is named NBA MVP for the second straight year. Asia Wilson is named the 2020 WNBA MVP. Maya Moore marries Jonathan Irons, the wrongly convicted prisoner she helped release. Mike D'Antoni won't return to the Rockets next season. Kevin Love pens Players' Tribune piece on mental health and depression. Goran Dragic just wants a cup of Big Face coffee. (laughs) Let's look at uh, Goran's Twitter about this. Oh my god. It's so good. Big Face coffee. (laughs) But He's knocking close, on man. the door. Unfortunately, and this time I bring cash too. <laughs> no, I don't have other option to go to Little Face Coffee. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I love the I love the whole coffee thing going on with the Heat. Jimmy Butler's Big Face Coffee. I mean, he's got the he's got the merch. Yes, <laughs> he's got the, the tank top, the mask. I love it. I do obsessed. want some of this merch, but I heard it's all Lululemon. Is that right? Wow. Oh. I don't know if that's true, but I just thought it was like some, you know, probably that tank top is like $300. And like he had this beautiful <laughs> I mean, like that's... mustard sweatsuit <laughs> with like big face coffee owner on the back. And I was like, yeah, yeah. That probably costs, you know, that's probably silk or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Butler's not going to be wearing like a polyester blend. Uh-uh. Like, no, 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 but obviously not. I think we could do like, I'm, we, maybe we could get in on it together, but I was thinking of doing some knockoff merch. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's do great. it. Let's do it. Okay. Um, what would you, what would you guys order at Big Face Coffee? Well, Pretty- I would get the biggest one cause they're all $20. Yeah, that's true. Best value. <laughs> Um, probably a cappuccino. I want to see Jimmy like do the whole thing. Like I want to see him make the foam. Steam some milk. We'll yeah. do the espresso first. Yeah. The steam, the milk, right ratio of foam, which he for sure would, but I would, I'd want to like, basically I just want the moment to last as long as possible. So that's cappuccino. a great that's, call. Yeah. yeah. I would just be Googling. Yeah. What's the, what's the longest <laughs> coffee to make? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I mean, I, I mean a pour over he has to true. like sit there and pour for a long time. Oh, I like but that. It, <laughs> I don't know. I I mean I only pretty much I don't really drink coffee daily, but when I do, um I enjoy a latte. Mm-hmm. Um so I think I might get a latte, a nice foamy latte. <laughs> mm. Who do you think's getting a mocha? That's my big question. <laughs> Oh, it's probably like one of these young guys. One of the candy guys. So probably, um, who is it that has the candy room in his house? That was, he's, uh, that was uh, Ben Simmons, right? He's not in the bubble. He's he's going there to get some coffee. I mean, (laughs) he's got to be. Dwight Howard also 
is addicted to candy, so maybe yeah, that's true. Mocha. Candy boys. All right. <laughs> if well, he's allowed to get coffee from Jimmy Butler, I don't know if LeBron <laughs> would let his teammates do that. LeBron would have to like give him a talking to, like, no, you're not allowed <laughs> to go to Big Face Coffee, dude. <laughs> Did you hear oh about God. Small Face Coffee? Yeah. What? Wait. What is Small Face Coffee? I don't know if I heard There's, about this. So Goron in that video, he's like, I gotta go to Small Face Coffee. Which first I was like, that's a funny joke by Goron. But there's a Small Face Coffee in the bubble, and it's um, like a Miami Heat trainer basically started another <laughs> rival <laughs> coffee company, and it's only five dollars. So I question like, like the quality of it, basically. Yeah. Um, it's anyway. like bodega coffee. It's been yeah. sitting out all day. <laughs> it's like the coffee you get at a used car dealership. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Well, I hope Big Face Coffee becomes like a national thing. Just saying that. <laughs> I can't see it going very far with those prices. Uh <laughs> All right. We have to talk we have to talk about the Clippers. Um <laughs> I mean, truly I'm sorry. Extremely disappointing and crushing loss, and then just getting roasted by everyone who's ever lived in on this earth uh, on the internet. Everybody <laughs> was so happy. My mom called me and was no. like, "In your face, sucker!" Just kidding. My, <laughs> she doesn't follow basketball. Everybody was like so just dancing on. I mean. They they blew it. There's no no one can deny that they fully just blew their series with the Nuggets. Um, yeah. and <laughs> and Dame Lillard, of course, was in here talking shit immediately, saying that he's going to invite Pat Bev to Cancun, <laughs> uh, get another cabana for him, which I think is a very cute idea. They should uh, actually do that, mm-hmm. or you know, he should just invite Pat to stay in his room because you know he's got a big suite. Um. CJ McCollum also. <laughs> he, okay, I mean it's fine. They deserve it. I, I. <laughs> CJ McCollum was also clearly like half in the bag, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. And I mean, I don't know. There was there was at some point this season there was a switch to hating the Clippers, which is fine. People can hate them. Uh, but we so we did an episode of the Flagrant Ones this week. Um. Which, for anyone who doesn't know, all three hosts of that show are Clippers fans, Carl Tart, Sean Clements, and Hayes Davenport. And um, it it was a very silly episode where uh, Carl was in character as a Lakers fan. And everybody got so mad about how they wanted real pain and reactions from Clippers fans. Like everyone, the audience who was not Clippers fans was like upset and disappointed that they didn't get to hear like the... They wanted like the Schadenfreude of hearing someone else in pain, which I was just like, "Why? I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> why I would you want to listen to a podcast like that?" We the thinking going into it, you know, Hayes and Carl were just like, "We just want to have fun. Like, no one wants to listen to us just like be sad or whatever." Apparently, everyone wants to listen <laughs> to Clippers fans being I mean, sad. Some- some vocal people, yeah. uh, some vocal listeners of that show. I think th- the episode is really good if you're not going to listen to it looking for the tears of Clippers fans. Um, but it was also very the Clip- fun to do. <laughs> Clippers fans are used to being just fully shat on. So like, oh. I think well, it's fine. <laughs> I think like part of me was thinking about what 
the transition was because, you know, last year during the playoffs, everyone was like, this is a scrappy team. Like they really, you know, fought hard against the Warriors in that first round. And everyone was like, kind of like excited by them or like into the idea of the scrappy team doing well. And I honestly think, you know, a lot of people hate Pat Bev, which is, which I get. He's a, a little gnat to other teams. Yeah. Um, and Quite a lot of PG thing. And a lot of people hate, yeah, PG, I think in yeah. particular, but the fact that they went to the Clippers. Um, so part of me is just like, that's fine. Get those emotions out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I feel that you can be upset about it. But I also was like, this is great that they even did as well as they did compared to last year. There's like a pretty new team that's like getting to know each other or getting to know Kawhi and PG, I should say. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I I'm like, cool next year. Hopefully they'll do better. Yeah. And I'm happy for the nuggets. Me too. And I want them to, I want them to beat the Lakers. I would like that. (laughs) But we know how you feel now, Katie, about, when Toronto got knocked out. <laughs> it sucks. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, actually, like what you said about them being that kind of scrappy team. I remember once I got over Kawhi leaving Toronto, I was I was actually in L.A. last September. And my friend who lives there, who I was going to visit, she's she's a she's a Knicks and a Clippers fan, which is tough, tough for her right now. Oh, but, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um she was really excited and I was like, yeah, you know, like they are a really scrappy team. Like they reminded me a lot of the Raptors pre-Kawhi, like not mm-hmm. even right the year before they got him, but just a bunch of like different really fun pieces and personalities. And I was like, you know, like he might be able to do it again and like kind of fuse that all together and they'll be able to like figure out how they work together. But I don't know what happened. I Like they had that most of the year and they were super fun to watch. And then just like in the bubble, they just kind of got a little bit flat, you know? I think I have a theory. Okay. I, it, I also have a theory. A, it has a lot to do with what Paul George talked about, about the, his emotional state. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling Kawhi, even though he doesn't really talk about it, was in a similar emotional state. And it it felt, it wasn't ability. They have the ability to play well. We know that. And I do think it was like a mind state that was holding them back, mm. right? There was so much pressure on them. And Jokic said this. He was like, before game seven, he was like, it's their game to lose. There's no pressure on us whatsoever, you know? And I think that's true. Like, there was a lot of pressure on them. They were, you know, Paul George had talked before about being depressed. I think it was just like a bad mental state. Agata, what's your theory? Well, I was going to say, my my theory is not for why they choked so bad but for why everyone started hating them was just Marcus Morris was playing dirty and like I oh, yeah. I don't like him at all and I feel like he was a big reason why everybody turned against the Clippers is he's he's out there like trying to hurt other players so fuck you dude <laughs> get off my team <laughs> like no I don't respect that kind of playing at all yeah the Morai twins are like always a liability no matter what team <laughs> they play on they just like yeah they drag it into like evil territory which is never great especially when a team is like you know leading so close to being actually fun and like yes. really really easy to get behind I only right. felt like a little bit of vengeance 
Um, just because mostly for the critics who were just like, well, you know, Toronto doesn't stand a chance now that Kawhi yeah. is gone and that kind of painted Kawhi as like the be all end all for the Raptors. And like, that's why they won the title when it's right. like, no, they had uh, like done all this formative work right. that he fit, like that he was able to fit so perfectly into this place that they'd kind of created for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, that's what did it. So I was kind of totally. like, you know. It's it, totally it didn't, like it was nice revenge to just see it like, okay, well, they went out the same, you know, the same place that the Raptors did, basically. Right, right. And I think, yeah, I mean, a lot of that is just people just making assumptions and talking shit online or whatever. But like, I don't yes, like, I think that reality <laughs> versus the reality of like, how the players actually feel is so different. Like, I don't like, I don't think Kawhi was like, thinking that he was, you know, the only reason why the team won. So like, I don't know. A lot of that shit I think is just like fabricated outside of like, what's the reality of what's actually happening and then projected onto the players. And it's not really fair for them a lot of times because all the shit storm around Kauai switching teams was like, like who knows how much of that was actually like true. It was just a lot of speculation and Mm -hmm. horrible bullshit. Um, (laughs) NBA but fans like, love drama. That's true, but I, I love drama, but I want real drama. I don't want something that's just like gotten legs because people are tweeting about it and it's not actually based in reality. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm glad I'm, I'm really glad that the Raptors made it so far in the playoffs. Like I was really proud of them. I think they're still really fun to watch. Also, like there were so many, the Raptors had so many like career defining moments in the bubble including that OG Ananobi um, three-pointer. Yes. It's like, that stuff is really cool to me. Like, because that we'll remember that moment forever, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, their season this year was just like moment after moment like that, you know, like the regular season and then in the bubble, like even under, like under more of a microscope, you know? And Mm -hmm. like, that's, that was like the hardest thing for me. I don't think I was like, spoiled and had gotten used to the fact of like, oh, they're like, you know, they're going to win a title every year now. But I think just like (laughs) based on the season that they had, like it just didn't feel like the correct ending. And I know every fan probably feels that way, obviously, when their team gets knocked out. But it was just like, you know, they'd they'd had all these like wild moments and like so many injuries and it like come back all season and like had a better record than even last year. And uh the way that they went out and the way that they played and that it had to be Boston, like all those things together. It's just like, this doesn't feel right. Like this can't be what's happening, but that's basketball. That's basketball. basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about Giannis. Um, Let's see what he posted right after he found out he won or right after the day after, I guess. Yeah, it's him holding a newspaper that says, can't read it. It's too small. It says Antetokounmpo, Name wait what? <laughs> name back to back MVP. Yeah, I guess back-to-back. I have really bad eyes too. <laughs> it's just really tiny on my screen. Um, yeah, so and he's, he's on a he's plane. Drinking a t- he's drinking tea on yeah. a private jet and reading a <laughs> he's newspaper. He's flexing pretty hard here. Yeah, <laughs> Photoshop. This is what I want to know. Like, it does does he have these kinds of Photoshop skills? Because it looks pretty believable. 
Wait, yeah. is it photoshopped? Not that the Times. Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I don't think the Times would have him on the cover, right? The Times would Maybe. never have like a, a basketball thing at all on the cover up of the wow. fold. Wow. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> no, it's just how good how good it was. <laughs> it doesn't look like a Photoshop. I bet somebody printed a fake newspaper for him. Or it could be a Photoshop. I don't know. <laughs> so LeBron was gracious about losing this. Just kidding. What did he have to say? <laughs> I mean, I'm fine. Um, don't get it twisted. Like, I'm going back to my room. I'm perfectly fine. I mean, we're, we're at 1-0 in the Western Conference Finals. I'm absolutely fine. So don't. Like, I was pissed off at the reaction earlier when I saw it. I'm absolutely great now. I'm going back to my room, drink some wine, and sleep very well tonight. So let's not get it twisted. I'm great. He doesn't look great. <laughs> that does not sound like a person that's totally unbothered to me. I don't know. His I'm, I'm arms are crossed. He protests too much. Yeah. The lady doth protest too much. The weird sure. smile on his face, too. <laughs> yeah. It, How much wine did you drink that night, LeBron? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's like it's like when um when someone breaks up with someone, they're like, I don't, I don't even care what they're doing. I don't even care yeah. where they are. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I'm actually uh, happy we broke up. Like it's better for me. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was going to break up with them. Um, <laughs> I was going to get myself second place. Like I get it. He's a very competitive guy. It's upsetting. I'm sure if it was the other way around, Giannis would have been equally upset. Yes. I get it. But you know, I don't think there's any, denying that Giannis was dominating the regular season. Like he was out there. I mean, uh, LeBron could have been like, yeah, I was upset, you know, and I, it, that would have been fine. I don't think right. anyone would have been like, fuck you. Well, some people would have been like, fuck oh, you, LeBron. But- <laughs> there's always going to be people that say, fuck you, LeBron. I mean, I like LeBron, even though I am teasing him right now, but I like him. I just, yeah. Just be like, yeah. Just be like, yeah. I wish, yeah. It, I wish it was me. I'll get yeah. it next year or whatever. Yeah, like one, just once, and then left it alone. But the fact that he <laughs> continues with the weird, like, kind of little bit psycho smile on his yes. face, and he's just like, <laughs> well, like, I don't, like, it doesn't matter. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I, I was never worried about it at all. Like, and like, he, he <laughs> yeah. keeps going after that, even. Never heard of it. Never yeah. heard of the award. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if this was around the time that he also saw Bronny's video of him smoking. Oh, no. Ooh. Did you hear of this? No, no. I didn't. Bronny. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This was probably spanked. before. <laughs> this was probably before. This might have actually happened yesterday. Bronny. But Bronny posted on... Um, smoking weed. Yeah. <gasps> Can we watch it? Is it Instagram? I think he deleted it, but I'm sure someone got it. Oh, I did see this. I didn't realize it was him, though. I just saw a joke. (laughs) Why would Bronny do this? He posted posted it himself. He's smoking a blunt. Bronny, your dad's on Instagram more than you, I bet. Like, (laughs) yeah. Bronny's just posting. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think you're right. He probably was very upset about that. Yeah. Oof. Anyways, Bronny's gonna get spanked. <laughs> you better, yeah, you better protect that little butt, Bronny. Um, let's talk about Asia Wilson. 
2020 WNBA MVP. Congratulations to her. She's amazing. Let's see uh, what her parents' reaction was. Hey, Dad, you can't tweet anything, but we got MVP. Uninterrupted scream. <laughs> I love that. So cute. <laughs> that was so cute. So fucking cute. Oh. oh my god. I wanted to cry when the the whole video is very cute. They bring it into her and she's, you know, very moved. Um she deserves it, man. She yeah. The the aces have been playing so well. The mm-hmm. whole team is doing great, and they lost some key players. Um, when they went into the bubble and she is just like such a treat to watch. Um, if you guys haven't caught any aces games, go check them out. They're in their playoffs right now. And I don't know. I think they have a good chance up against the storm who are the favorites to win. Exciting times. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about Maya Moore who, I mean, this sounds like a full rom-com. She re- <laughs> she releases this man, Jonathan Irons, who was wrongly convicted from prison. And then, like, to the surprise of everyone, there's photos of them getting married. Uh, let's watch the video. We wanted to announce today that we are super excited to continue the work that we've been doing together, but uh, doing it as a married couple. So we, we got married a, a couple <laughs> months ago, and uh, we're... We're excited to uh, to just continue this new chapter of life together. Oh, yeah. Jonathan put a ring on it. He put a ring on it. He got a ring himself. I mean, so cute. They are oh, such man. a cute couple. I love, I just love this story so much. There was like weird outrage on Twitter about it. People really? were, yeah. There was, there was a lot of people that were upset as if, as if marrying this man like took away from the good work that she had done. Um, oh my God. Or, or that she was doing it for selfish reasons, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's horrible. I don't recommend reading any of that stuff because who gives a fuck? Like, yeah. L- like who cares? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> it makes no difference. No, no, no. That's just like one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. I didn't, yeah. I haven't seen any of that. I'm glad I haven't, but like, of course, yeah. there was like an inherently selfish reason. Like anyone who does something that's like selfless, like you're still doing it because there's like a part of you that's like driven to to do it. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think she said that like, like she started doing it just because it was like her family was was doing it, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they fell in love along the way. And it's like they're both going through this whole thing together. It makes sense yeah, that they would fall in love. It's, it's a very intense experience all around. Like totally, it's it's not up to anyone. Yeah, that's not on anyone to judge or say horrible shit about. I mean, right? Like she, well, I mean, I, obviously, WNBA players are just dealing always with a constant onslaught mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. yeah, sexism, racism, a combination of both, all <laughs> of it. Like <laughs> it's just a nightmare on Twitter for any WNBA players. So I was not surprised no. because I've seen horrible shit 
for the whole time we've been doing this podcast. Uh, but we just want to send our, our well wishes to the happy couple. And uh, yes, congratulations. I see. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see this made into a movie and uh, maybe maybe I'll write it. You should write. I'm, bu- <laughs> you should. I'm buying a life rights right now. <laughs> this is how you. This is how you do it, right? You just announce it on your podcast. Yeah, I think that's so. All you need. There's no rules right now. Free right. for all. Perfect. Um, let's talk about Kevin Love. He wrote another piece for the Players Tribune. Here, I'll read a little excerpt. I didn't really know how to be comfortable in my own skin. I could never just be unapologetically Kevin walking into a room. I was never in the moment alive. It was always the next thing, the next game, the next, next, next. It was like I was trying to achieve my way out of depression. And so I guess it's not surprising that some of the darkest moments of my life happened when that crutch of basketball got taken away. Oh, so I wonder if he's been really, I mean, he's not playing basketball you know, right now he wasn't in the bubble Mm -hmm. and I, it just seems like that would be really hard to deal with. You're just alone with your own thoughts. I mean, I relate kind of. Yeah, that's us. (laughs) We're also not in the bubble. (laughs) I'm isolated. I'm alone with my thoughts and it sucks. Like you just, when all you have to do is focus on yourself and you've built up this system where it's like you have done everything in your power to not focus on yourself and become like a workaholic and whatever other coping mechanisms you use. And, uh, um, yeah, it's just, I'm really excited that he wrote this and hopefully a lot of people can relate to it and get help if they need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll put a link in our, uh, in our show notes to the article. Yeah. I had a feeling, yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously, yeah, as you said, like he, he stopped playing basketball quite some time ago and never got to restart like a lot of his peers, but just like, I don't know. I mean, I had like, I don't know. I was going to say, I have to follow these, all these guys on Instagram for my work. I don't have to yeah. do that. I to just do, do that. But like, <laughs> <laughs> Just based on like what he, how he kind of spent his spring and summer and I don't know, just like his posts. The like feel of his, the vibe of his posts. Yeah. It was kind of sad. So I'm glad that, I'm glad that he wrote that. A lot of good things always seem to happen when Kevin Love comes out with those things. I think it gives a lot of people permission to just like be honest with themselves and like be in their feelings. I agree. For sure. And I thought it was great when Paul George came out about his depression and like what he's dealing with in, in the bubble too. So it's like, we're all going through it, like no matter where you are, what you're doing. Um, and the more you normalize talking about it, mm-hmm. the more people will not feel ashamed when they need help, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about um, where we are in the NBA playoffs right now. As of today, the Heat have uh, two wins over the Celtics and who have zero and the Lakers have one win over the Nuggets who have zero really waiting for um, the Nuggets are waiting to be down three, one (laughs) (laughs) before they, (laughs) I really want them to pull it off again. I, I really just, it would be so fun. (laughs) I love, I love watching them play. Right. Also like going down three, one, three times in a row, that would be insane. (laughs) 
It's just like the source of their weird power. They just need to claw back from like impossible depths or else it's like not <laughs> worth it enough. Like the win is For just sure. in itself. It's like not important enough to them. I yeah. believe it. <laughs> I mean, I I, I want to see it happen. Um, maybe they can do it. I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. So this week we watched the Miami Heat at the Boston Celtics in game two of the Eastern Conference Finals on September 17th, 2020. Let's meet the boys. Let's meet the boys. Great group of guys. So on the Heat, <laughs> we've got Jimmy Butler, Jay Crowder, Bam Adebayo, Goran Dragic. Dragic? Dragic. Yeah, it's right? good to emphasize the C, I think. It's correct. <laughs> okay. Uh, Duncan Robinson off the bench. We've got Tyler Hero, Kelly Olynyk, and Derek Jones Jr., head coach Eric Spolstra. And on the Celtics. <laughs> we have starters Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Daniel Tice, uh, Marcus Smart, and Kemba Walker. And off the bench, we had Brad Wanamaker, Ennis Cantor, and Grant Williams. Head coach, Brad Stevens, little baby Brad. The child uh, coach. Oh, <laughs> 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 Let's get into the game. Um, before the game started, Rachel Nichols spoke with Tyler Hero. Did y'all see that? She had no. like a little interview with him and, um, I'd never heard him talk before and he is such a little baby. <laughs> he is a young he just boy. He is so young and it looked like he was, he has braces, which I don't think he does, but Aww. he just talks like maybe at one point he did have braces. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and I just was like, you're such a baby. I need him to get rid of those red ink tattoos he has. It just, it's just—it's oh such God. a bad look. I <laughs> hate it. Tattoos are really, really intense. He's a very like, intense boy. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. <laughs> he is, and I, I love him. But like, why would you? Can you make it bigger? It's tiny. He's like, I want to look like I'm always bleeding freshly. <laughs> these words. Yeah, it's on his <laughs> on his chest, and it says no. <laughs> No work, no check. So, oh, no work, no, <laughs> no check. Work, right. no check. And it's but red, it like and it looks no like fear. he. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, no fear, like the clothing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it does look like no fear. That's true. <laughs> like it's no fear even font. <laughs> just put black ink on it, and that would just improve it like a thousand percent. I, I don't understand the red tattoo as well. It feels like a very yeah. intense first tattoo to get, but it's also like, about. <laughs> capitalism yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> which true. bums me out <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you know i don't know if you're getting one tattoo and you're gonna get it in red have it like be a cool cobra or something <laughs> Not or like, some um, flames yeah or some uh -huh. flames oh exactly flames would have been perfect but I've also heard, I you know, any tattoo artist listeners that we have, let me know if I'm wrong. But I heard that red ink, if it's not outlined, because red ink actually fades faster than black. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, if it's not outlined by black, that it ends up getting kind of blurry. 
Uh, so he might have some real blurry tattoos in like 10 years. <laughs> it's already kind of hard to read and it's like fresh. So <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I, th- I hope he covers it up with tattoos that say like, relax and like, Take, take a, a vacation. Take a break. Yeah. <laughs> take care of yourself. You deserve you it. To, yeah. You don't need to. Your value is not determined by your productivity, Tyler. Okay. I just want yeah. you to know that. We love you no matter how hard you work. What if he changed it to no work, no problem? Then he'd only have to change one of them. That would be great. That would be great. That but would I feel be like no Jimmy work, Butler wouldn't mark. allow it. <laughs> um. Okay, this this game, okay, I I mean, listeners to the show know that I am on the hashtag heatwave. I love this I love this team. I love watching them play. This game was very fun to watch because the Celtics were, you know, doing really well in the first half. Yeah. Um it didn't it didn't get the the gap between them didn't get crazy at any point. Like the the Heat were keeping it like pretty close but they i think they it was like did 10 to, or 12 mm-hmm. points was the max yeah and it, and it was it was like all like bam at bio um duncan robinson like goran Dragic, like they were all out there like moving the ball around really well they're such a like well connected team that it's really fun to see them in action and jimmy butler like at some point, Rachel Nichols said that she talked to him before the game and was like, you know, you show up in the fourth quarter and you like take it home. But where are you for the other quarters? And he's like, I do that on purpose so that everyone else feels good and they're like happy <laughs> and they're confident. And then I can come in at the end and just close it out. And I'm like, that's such a good strategy because yeah, he's not dominating that court for the entire game. He's and he's not the only reason why they're doing so well. He, he's right. giving them the room to show their skills and get better and get strong and feel good. And then he's adding on top of it. It's like a great strategy. And it's also like the opposite for the opposing team where he, the opposing team is like maybe getting overly confident by the half. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the score at the half was 47 60. So the, the Celtics were up by uh, 13 so they're coming into the third quarter like, we got this. And Kemba right. was on fire at the beginning of the, um, or like all through the second quarter. You know, he mm-hmm. was just like doing playing so Threes. much better than he had in the first game, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I think like the Heat are like schemers, which I'm coming to realize and I really love. Um, and like a lot of their versatility comes from them just being able to like, cook and kind of figure out things on the fly. Um, And they've got like, they don't really let themselves get like bogged down if something goes wrong or if like shots aren't falling or if they get like, you know, something just like doesn't work. Whereas I think Boston, I don't know, almost gets like too frustrated with themselves. I might Mm -hmm. just be projecting entirely the child coaches like feelings (laughs) onto the game when like that kind of stuff happens. And I feel like he's just like having a silent fuming like temper tantrum. But yeah, yeah, I I agree with you. Like I think the Celtics kind of came into it with a lot of expectations that it was either going to be easy or they could maybe outlast the heat, but the heat are just like, they've got energy to spare. And I think that was like, for me, the main difference in watching the series has been so much fun because and sad a little bit because I'm just like, man, 
like I've seen the Raptors play like that. And like, that's what they need to do to beat Boston. But I think the heat, the heat are like in the best situation to do it just because yeah, they're like, they're, they're like crafty, energetic schemers. Yeah. They're like little foxes. Yes. Five foxes on the court. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you rooting for in this Katie in the series? Oh, the heat. Of course. I, yeah, I hate the Celtics. <laughs> Which is weird because, like, the Celtics, for the most part, are very likable people yeah. separately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, but I, I came to really loathe them. Yeah, I think we've talked about how the team as a, you know, franchise, like, the, they have so much negative history and like the there's so many people that hate them but these guys as individuals are really great yeah, <laughs> like well not are. all of them but uh <laughs> right. you know Jalen Brown and and mm-hmm. Jason Tatum and Kemba like you can't hate those guys mm-hmm. right and they're they're not like they're they're just the current players on the team they're not representing the like decades of like <laughs> you know, franchise history or whatever, right. especially with how how much they move around. Like, yeah. you know, Kemba doesn't... He's not responsible for everything the Celtics have ever done. You right. know what I mean? Or how Celtics uh, fans, you know, are in general. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's or like, it's like a separate world. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No one's responsible um, for Bill Simmons. Not even Bill Simmons. <laughs> are you rooting for the Nuggets in the West? Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, like the Nuggets. I mean, that's like an interesting series to watch because I just like I don't have I mean, I want the Nuggets to win now because Jamal Murray is a Canadian and I love Jokic and I love Paul Millsap because he like got really into magic uh, at the beginning of the <laughs> the hiatus, like during quarantine. He, he was like, I'm going to become an amateur magician. <laughs> and he did. I love that. Um, so they've got a lot of really like fun, fun, like different pieces. And they also just seem to really like love each other and they play really like a really kind of joyful game. And I think the heat do that too. Like the heat are always like chatting to each other, like talking to each other, high fiving. Like there's never Mm -hmm. a time, like they're always like touching each other and like letting each other know where they are. Um, And I love watching like that kind of, that kind of basketball the most, you know, it also is the kind of basketball you feel like anything could happen. Like, you know, something kind of wacky or off the wall or just these like, yeah, sort, sort of like Cinderella moments. They mm-hmm. have a great bench too, like Myers. God damn it! I almost said Myers Lemon. I Myers, always say that Myers <laughs> Leonard. Myers he's Leonard intense. is. He's always <laughs> clapping and yelling, and like even when they're down, if anyone you know like gets a shot, he is like out there, you know, on the sidelines, uh, very supportive. The they just have like a very supportive bench. It seems like everyone's, you know, in it. Uh, which they're gelling. Great. They're gelling. Like yeah. gelling. The only one I was going to say like Dr. Really Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> this like is Kelly Olenek. Uh, oh, I know yeah. he's Canadian, but he's just like, to me, he's just like a dude in college who just like smokes like the dankest weed and he never <laughs> has grown out of that personality. And like, I think it was last summer. Cause I have a column um, NBA summer vacation watch when summer vacation starts, but he went to, is it, is it, I think it's Bermuda where all those swimming pigs are like the wild swimming mm-hmm. pigs. Oh, and he, cute. he went there, but he was like feeding them weird garbage. And like <laughs> he had a fedora <laughs> on and his like goatee no. and these terrible like aviator sunglasses. And he was just like holding garbage above these pigs. No. And like smoking a cigar. And he, I was just like, dude, like one, 
you look you look bad. Like you don't look good on vacation, which feels weird. Like everybody looks pretty good on vacation. And then also like, what are you doing in these little pigs? Yeah. yeah like, like, they're, the like they're not being tortured enough by like tourists, but like you're <laughs> giving them like an old Mountain Dew can. <laughs> yeah. Not good off Olytic. Also, he can be a little bit of a dirty player. So I don't like that. Yeah. I'm not into that at all. We all chose our Heat boyfriends um, oh, that's a right. couple episodes ago, and Kelly Olenek <laughs> is Gabe's boyfriend. <laughs> Uh-oh, Gabe. Oh. Like, Uh-oh. get your boyfriend don't in talk, Don't talk about my man like that, <laughs> you please. Picked him, you picked him on purpose, or like someone assigned you him? <laughs> it was kind of a pity pick, I got yeah. to admit. Okay, okay. Have you ever he seen him riding a Segway? Thing. No, I didn't know There's about that. There's also pictures of him riding a Segway. <laughs> just looking like such a little skid. It's not. It's not great. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, my boyfriend was Goran Dragic, and Agata was yours, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I know it's basic, um, but that's uh, that's my. I love no, him. I, Jimmy, I have Jimmy Butler, hundred percent. I love Jimmy Butler. Yeah, would you, perfect, I love him. Who would you man. choose as your boyfriend on the Heat, Katie? <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, like I think. More, this is funny. More realistically, uh, Bam Adebayo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, aspirationally, Jimmy Butler, 100%. Bam is so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he was doing, Bam was so great in this game, too, just watching him like back to back. Oh, my God. Making those baskets, getting them in. In the third quarter, in the span of like two minutes, the Heat went from 10 points down to taking the lead. And that sequence, that like two two to three minutes, however long it was, um, towards, I think it was like at the six, six minute left mark, was such an amazing sequence for the Heat. Like they were getting all the stops. They were like, the Celtics didn't score at all in that time. And uh, I put... Um, there were some big bammy slammies is what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> I love that. That's got to stay. That's got to stick around. <laughs> hashtag. New hashtag. Bam was just throwing down some like incredible dunks towards the end of the third. It was really great. It was. Yeah. He's like him and Jimmy, the way that they've kind of like grown off each other's game this season and like how Bam looks to Jimmy all the time, like on and off court, but like on court, he's just like, he's like both his like protector and like his little brother. And like, Jimmy's always kind of like, they kind of have like a mini lob city thing going, you know, like he'll, he'll always like Bam will like toss it to Jimmy if he sees him out or if like Jimmy just sees Bam like tucked in the paint, he'll just like, he'll get him the ball and he'll just kind of pop up and like dunk it. Yeah. They're so cute. They're great. It's so fun to watch. Yeah. And then in the fourth quarter, Jimmy Butler just, he just turns it on. He's like, okay, it's time for, it's Jimmy time. It's big face coffee time. Big face coffee beans. The coffee kicks in, he goes into overdrive. (laughs) And it was, it was just like, you know, they went back and forth a little bit with the lead, but by, um, you know, towards the end of the fourth, it was like, the Heat are just going to win this. It, you could feel the mm-hmm. energy just melt uh, out of the Celtics, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were clearly yeah. getting frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the final score was 106-101. The Heat won it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hashtag that- heat wave, baby. <laughs> <laughs> there, were, there was an interview with Brad Stevens, baby Brad, I think right before the fourth quarter where he just said, we got it. We just got to play better. We just got to play better. Like that's all he could Was say. that when he was mic'd up? Um, maybe it was when he was mic'd up. Um, there was a point when he was mic'd up and I think he was just like, he just kept repeating the same thing, but there was no intonation in, like in his voice. He was just like, <laughs> yeah, he was like, we got to play better and we just got to play better. We're just going to do it. Like, it's like, this is your I coach. Mean, like this yeah. guy's not going to get you fired up. <laughs> That's not very no. helpful. First of all, it's like, yeah, we know Mm-mm. we like how yeah. give mm-hmm. us something tangible to do. Um, so the, the poor little Celtics go back to their locker room. They're all pissed off. Brad Stevens is probably in there saying, gotta play better, gotta play better. <laughs> and he's just, he's just poking at them. And a fight erupts. Um, we get a, we get some glimpses of it from the reporters who are outside the locker room who are... Okay, here's uh, Malika Andrews. Okay. She wrote, um, Marcus Smart is screaming at someone in the Celtics locker room or several people. The yelling continues as <laughs> Smart exits the locker room swearing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> right? I so love it. something's love going it. on. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's Woj. He says Brad Stevens had a late night Thursday meeting with Celtics leaders Kemba, Jason, Jalen, Marcus Smart to work through emotions of post game two locker room. A lot of yelling in locker room, but nothing escalated to a physical confrontation. Why did he have to throw that in there? I think there had been rumors that Marcus Smart like punched someone. Oh, well, there was my also God. the tweet that was like, there are mysterious clanking sounds coming from the locker right. room, like chairs being thrown. And I really fixated on that one. I was like, what are these mystery clanks? Like, what's going on in there? <laughs> Someone's just uh, hitting two pipes together. Yeah, like bad plumbing or like a ghost, like ghost sound, you know, like Halloween sound effects, like the, the chains like rattling. <laughs> yeah. There was a point at, during the game when Marcus Smart hit Kemba in the head accidentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking if I were Kemba, I would have been pissed about that and been like, be careful, dude. Like you, I get it. You love to just fucking slam your body into people, but you elbowed me in the head, you know, like. And he went down like hard. Like his his toes were doing that thing, you know, when you're like really hurt and they kind of like invert and like get Mm -hmm. really tense. Yeah. It was bad. I just imagined that that instigated the fight. (laughs) Probably. I mean, once again, I wish there was a a camera in the room so we could hear the whole fight. We could all be in there uh, and be part of the conversation. But I'm assuming, I mean, I guess the COVID rules mean... That the reporters can't get in there? Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got to wait outside for their designated time with them. I I, don't, yeah. I like it. I like a meltdown like this because, you know, the heat are like getting under their skin. Yes. Yeah, totally. that's true. Yeah. And that could either result with like a big Celtics comeback in the next game. That's true. Or it could be like they're too in their head and... They they can't. We'll see. Mm-hmm. It's about on. to happen. Yeah. We're a few hours away. Oh my goodness! Let's see what. Ha- well, by the time this comes out, you guys will already know. But for now, we're we'll we're if, hoping we'll know if the chair that got thrown is the sixth <laughs> now the sixth man of the year. <laughs> if the Celtics come back. <laughs> All right, let's give out some donkeys. 
donkeys. All right, so the donkeys are awards we give out for arbitrary categories that we make up on the spot. They can be for absolutely <laughs> anything. It does not even have to be game related. Um, we always give out most points, so that has to go. Congratulations, got to go to the heat. Um, we usually give out best dunk, which I think has to go to Bam. He, I think he did it, so many Bammy mm-hmm. Slammies. I guess <laughs> so many Bammy Slammies. He did a Bammy Slammy Award. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, he did a um, one. One in particular stands out to me where he slammed it down and then swung from the hoop, uh, which I always love. A you know a swinging uh, mm-hmm. a swinging exit from a dunk. He's just going wee <laughs> after the <laughs> <Yeah>. dunk. <laughs> Exactly. Um, it just looks fun. And uh, he put a lot of work in today so or that day. So congratulations to Bam. Yeah. Um, I think I look, there's a lot of great shoes. There were a couple great shoes on the court that I really noticed. But I think the best shoes award has to go to Jalen Brown. He was wearing for the second game in a row these bright green where it's like two each shoe is two different colors of bright green and they're just cool uh so i i gotta give best shoes to jalen brown one of them's blue right isn't it one green and one blue it's like the shoe is cut in half it's like one color on one side and one color on the other side but it's Mm. like a it's like a bluish green on one side and like a neon green on the other Oh, I see. So, so like, as he's running, you're, you're seeing angle, two colors every I time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I thought it was just two different color shoes. That's awesome. So I should make up one? Make up an yeah, award? Yeah, if you... Okay. Yeah. I think I'll give like um, a coffee tenacity award to Goran Dragic <laughs> because right before the game, he finally got his uh, big face coffee fix. And he got it for free, which I feel like is is like gonna be unheard of. Like Jimmy Whoa. Butler, not even giving you a discount, but like giving you giving you that cup for free. That's huge. Amazing. That is huge. Yeah, he has a cool um, quarantine board beard too. Goran yes. Dragic. It's like yes. so scraggly. <laughs> uh, Gabe, do you have an award you want to give out? Um, you know, I always love when somebody's name is like appropriate to what they do. Like if someone's last name is judge and they're a judge, that's always great. Mm -hmm. So I want to give that award, uh, whatever you would call that appropriate name, appropriate name to Brad Wanamaker, (laughs) uh, because, uh, you know, especially if you think of a, a shot as a feminine thing, like, he wants to make her. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or he just want to, wants wants to make a shot. You know. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. He's oh he wants to yeah he wants to be a sh- maker of shots. There we go. <laughs> that's much better. <laughs> yeah. This is this is great. I love it. I wonder what the origin of his name is. I don't he know. also has a very cool story. I guess he like uh, came from overseas where he played for a long time before he made it to the NBA, Aww, which is very cool. That is cool. Yeah. Once again, Celtics, very likable team. I mean, likable people, hateable right. team, but likable <laughs> yeah. people. So who wins the donkeys? Okay. Well, let's see. One, two, three, one, two. So the heat win, oh. <laughs> the heat win it uh, with three donkeys and the Celtics have two. 
Congrats, Heat. Congratulations. You win the game and the donkey, which is even more important, as we all know. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. We did it. Okay. um, Let's get into our mail basket. Today we have a voicemail. Hey, Queens of Dunktown. It's Abe in Portland, uh, a very smoky, unhealthy, horrible Portland. I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, that was a tough loss last night, um, but I'm feeling for you. I'm not here to rub it in. And another fun thing that I've been doing is referring to teams by what bottom clothing they would be. So right now in the East, we have the Boston Khakis versus the Miami Thongs. And in the West, the Denver cargo shorts beat the LA harem pants and will now face the Los Angeles glitter shorts. Uh, that's a fun thing to do. Oh, and uh, Portland does basketball shorts. <laughs> anyway, love you guys. Hope you're well. Bye. I like that Portland is just basketball shorts. Yeah. Why do they get? <laughs> why I mean, it makes them? sense. Uh, you probably see a lot of those, but uh, but thanks, Abe. This is the cutest idea. What would the Raptors be as far as? Ooh. Hmm. I mean, it's got to have to be. Unfortunately, it can't be like warm weather bottoms, which is I hate. I hate that. They're Probably the snow some pants. type of like tech. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> I was gonna be like, oh, like some kind of technical sweats, but it's definitely like slush pants. <laughs> yeah, like the fuzzy, on, like what you wear when you ski, like the fuzzy on the inside, but water resistant. No, not even. Just like the stupid, like lightweight, like crinkly, crinkly mm. ones that you can put over <laughs> things. Not even comfortable. Yeah. When I think about um, clothing in Toronto, I think about uh, Serge Ibaka's Avec class with OG Ananobi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if you could just turn scarves into <laughs> bottoms. I mean, with Serge's scarf. <laughs> yeah. No, it, the, the legs would be so cold. <laughs> it's just well, a little scarf sarong. <laughs> that uh, a little inside information for you that was actually Ooh. a blanket that his manager picked up at like um either I think Nordstrom that day. Uh and then what? had it tailored <laughs> into a that scarf. That is so funny. <laughs> is yeah. that real? Yes, it's real. It's real. <laughs> that oh is my so God. funny. I love that. We've got the scoop on the show, you guys. You guys are lucky to be hearing this here. <laughs> I thought that was Man. out there already, so maybe like I've broken it. But that's okay. It was a long time ago now. Maybe I missed it. But I, wow. I feel like the Phoenix Suns would be like juicy couture shorts that show the bottom of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> who are swim, a lot of people who are swim trunks? Or swim mm. trunks. Or board, swim trunks. Like board, board shorts. shorts. Board yeah. shorts. That's a very Phoenix thing, too. Yeah. <laughs> board shorts. What about Dallas? I gotta... <sighs> Chaps. Mm. <laughs> What'd you say? Chaps. 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 Oh, that's good. Assless chaps, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I was thinking about the Warriors... Bell bottoms. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Golden State bell bottoms. Oh, that's so good. Okay, Chicago. Hmm. <sighs> What's like? I feel like Chicago has to be like work 
like yeah. Ben Davis work pants or something like that. Like Carhartt, like some kind of car Carhartt. with like a hammer loop Carhartt's or something. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Maybe it. overalls. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Orlando uh, Mickey pants. <laughs> <laughs> with the buttons and the straps. <laughs> Just the bottom half of a mascot costume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh this is a great game gabe yeah. not gabe abe <laughs> thank you for introducing it to us yes thank um, you if you guys want to leave us a message you can always call us at 903-420-DUNK or you can email us at hi dunk.town tell us what's going on uh how you're feeling about the finals how you're feeling about your life and the world and uh anything at all we're here to anything listen. Anything you want. Yeah. Katie, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, I guess all the p- other podcasts I have that you already plugged already, but Dishes and Dimes, which uh, I'm really lucky to be a part of, all women NBA podcast, uh, uh, basketball, of which we are doing trivia soon, and you two are going to be team captains. I'm yeah. Um, and then yeah, I'm you, scared. You Me don't. Too. <laughs> you're gonna be so good. Don't don't be scared. It's just questions like s- this. It's just gonna be questions about like pants and franchises. I feel like oh, giving me some good what? ideas. How do people <laughs> sign up for that if they want to? Uh, you can go to uh, basketball Twitter, which is two H's after a. Uh. I know everybody says it a different way, but um, and there's information there, right there for you to sign up and. I'll get you guys a link too if you want to share it. Yeah, we can put the link in our show notes. Sweet. Yeah. Um, cool. And then I guess uh, basketballfeelings.substack.com uh, if you'd like to sign up for that and read more about both of those things. It's <laughs> a great newsletter. <laughs> I love I love reading it. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Anastasia, is there anything you want to plug? Um. Yes. I would like to plug seasonal fruit. <laughs> Amen. I'm just I feel like I'm <laughs> I am eating more fruit now than I ever have in my life because I'm getting a um a box like a produce mm-hmm. box and I feel like it's such a refreshing snack and eating with the seasons is just a good nutritional idea too like it's good for your body so you're getting mixing things up so grab some What's seasonal good right fruit. now I just I just got a organic mango in my box and it was so it was so good. I just yes, highly I recommend. Had a, I had an organic mango last week and I stood over the sink eating it because <laughs> it was too messy and it was so good. I don't even know um, if mangoes are in season right now, but fuck, it was amazing. <laughs> Well, it's kind of, we're in a transition right now um, into fall. So fall fruit is like apples, cranberries, figs, pears. Actually, pears are great right now if you get some pears. Oh, I got some pears too. Those were really good. Um, But we're coming out of the summer season and I've been eating a lot of blueberries all summer, a a couple different stone fruits, um, plums, pluots, that sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. just, it's all been good. Get some fruit. Agata, do you have a plug? <laughs> yeah, I, I I mentioned it earlier, but I just want to plug our episode of the Flagrant Ones. Uh, it's a very fun show. Uh, it's Patreon only, so 
if you're interested in finding another show uh, that is basketball related and very silly, check it out. And we're on this week's episode. Uh, and uh, yeah, listen to it at patreon.com slash the flagrant ones. Gabe, do you have anything? Just really quick, um, one of the things about our Patreon that we don't talk about too much is that we drop these episodes a little bit early. So if you're getting this on Wednesday and you're like, this game was a week ago, first of all, calm down. <laughs> Second of all, uh, we have you can lives. sign up for our, for our Patreon and you'll get it, you know, we, we put them out as soon as we can. So Monday, Tuesday, and that's always very fun. Yeah, that's true. Patreon.com slash dunktown. Yeah, we didn't we didn't advertise that much because we weren't sure. We it's not like an every single week thing, but as when much we as can. we can, as much yeah. as we can. Gabe is really great about getting that out there, and um, our Discord has been amazing. I know we have been talking about it every week, but it really is just so much fun. Everybody in there is super nice and friendly. Great group um, of guys. Great group of guys <laughs> and gals. And uh, I mean, last night Gabe and I played Mario Kart. Um, <laughs> so if you want to join yeah, with, us with discord folks it yeah so if you want to join us um you can sign up at patreon.com slash dunktown yeah yay all right thank you to everyone who is on this journey with us as always we love you love you bye, bye. for more dunktown content check out our patreon it's patreon.com slash dunktown Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I'm on Twitter at Echo underscore Mint and on Instagram at Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both at Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website, dunk.town. If you like the show, please write us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We always really appreciate those. We have t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for the Dunktown design, and thank you to Andrew Bear for our original music for the show. Sources and references from this episode can be found in the episode description. Mm-hmm.